from religious figures and battle scenes painted on tiles in the 16th century to Art Nouveau illustrations in the 20th. These tiles are a highlight of Portuguese architecture. Our guides into the world of Portuguese ceramic arts are Lisbon-based tour guide Cristina Duarte and Robert Wright, who also specializes in tourism in Portugal. Robert and Cristina, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Cristina, tell me, as a Portuguese person, what do tiles mean to the culture? Tradition, especially. It makes part not of your everyday basis, but also of your culture. Culturally, because we were raised seeing those tiles in most of the most important monuments and uh, churches and also representing parts of our culture. You go to a church, you don't see paintings done by Raphael or Donatello, even because they are Italian, they are not Portuguese, but you see the same representations in tile. So the beautiful paintings on the tiles. On the tiles. Now, Robert, when you say tiles... What exactly do we mean, as opposed to canvas and so on? What, what, what is a tile in Portugal? A tile in Portugal is a specialized form of doing ceramics, basically. Everybody's seen vases and are familiar with ceramics and plates and that kind of thing. But actually, if you just do the same sort of process and put it on a wall as a square, there you go. It's a tile. Now, are these mostly decorative in a Moorish kind of way where you don't have a lot of images and they're just patterns? Or would they be like paintings broken into a grid and glued onto the wall? You can have everything under the sun because Portugal has done tile work for over 500 years. It started out as an Arabic tradition. That's where it came from. One of the most important kings in Portugal, Manuel I, he was the one who sort of brought tile work from Spain over and it's just developed on its own. Cristina, what is the Portuguese word for tiles? Azulejo. Do you want it to make it even more complicated? You put it in plural, and azulejos. And where did azulejos come from? <laughs> from the Arabic word alzulech, which is a square of polished ceramic. Oh, it actually literally means a yes. square of yes. polished ceramic. Yes. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Now, when we think about tiles, uh, most of us are going to be going to Lisbon. Robert, when you're in Lisbon, what would your favorite tile panels be? Mainly uh, modern work, because it's so interesting. There is one avenue... It's not necessarily in a touristy part of Lisbon, but it's very easy to get to. It's Avenida Infante Santo that has a series of tile panels from the 50s and 60s. Most people think old for tiles. From the 1950s and 60s. 1950s and 60s. Very great modern artist. One of my favorites is Maria Kyle. Christina, when you're thinking about tiles, where will you see them? Will you see them in restaurants? Will you see them uh, in the subway? Where do you look? All over. It is what I was saying in the beginning. It makes part of our everywhere if I do a decoration at my place, I have to put some tiles. If I'm renewing my kitchen, is with tiles. So it's, it's not only culture and tradition. It makes part of our everyday basis. One thing is art, but also the purpose of it. And, and what, what is the purpose of it? The purpose of it, first of all, they are very washable mm-hmm. because they are polished with the glaze. So in places where you have more humidity, like uh, the mm. kitchen or the washroom, well, avoid steam and grease from the walls. And, sure. and consequently, you see yes. them in a lot of restaurants where it's easy yes. to clean up and it gives exactly. that restaurant a little bit of uh, history and of venerability. Yeah. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're wiping and clean uh, tile culture in Portugal. We're joined by Cristina Duarte and Roberto Wright. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Barbara's given us a call from Princeton in New Jersey. Barbara, thanks for your call. I fell in love with Portuguese tiles 48 years ago when I decorated a kitchen around them in the, in the yellow, blue, and white, and then I moved. And since then, I've been trying to get back to Portugal to see them again. 
but I was perplexed when it came to buying them. I couldn't tell which, in the souvenir shops, they're not hand-painted. How do you tell which tiles are authentic and which are just made in Hong Kong? That's a good question because a lot of people want a souvenir tile when they go to Lisbon as sort of a reminder. Maybe not buy an entire panel to decorate your kitchen, but many people want a single one. You can find tile work in different places in Lisbon. For example, you can go to what they call the thieves' market, and you can find some old, it's basically a flea market is what it is, and you can find uh, some examples of tile work there. And uh, you can also find them in certain museums, as well as there are still factories that make tile work that have been around for centuries, and they still produce tiles. I did see the Santa Ana shop, and I did buy a tile in a museum, and I'm pretty sure that's authentic. Mm -hmm. But it's fair to say that the little tiles that are in the souvenir shops are not Authentic? Um, it's, it's a give and take. It's probably not, but you never know. And the thing is, if you enjoy it, that's basically yeah, a tourist your criteria. In a tourist shop, if you got a tile for $5, it's going to be just right. printed up and, and, and sold. But if it works for you, that's a fun souvenir, very accessible and packable. A good memory. Christina? Yes, exactly. Uh, for the glaze size you're telling, mm-hmm. if it is a good memory, if you want really to bring an original glaze tile, probably in an antique shop, but it, of course that it will not cost you a $5. And if you want to go to, uh, yeah, you can find a, an old a historic a, yes, a piece of yes, art if you yes, like. Yes, in an antique shop. And you'll see it sometimes just by looking is difficult, but sometimes by the how high they are right, how and how, mm-hmm. how thick they are and by and how you, much combination of sand you can kind of have the okay. first idea. So you have a good sense of if it's new or old. Mm. And uh, can you, Robert, if you buy a mm. tile that's historic, can you take it out of Portugal? You definitely can. But, Barbara, there's one thing, you and everyone really needs to keep in mind, is that there's a lot of theft these days of tile yes. work from the sides of buildings that are being resold illegally. And yes. there's a group, Projecto SOS Azulejo, who is trying to save and catalog all of the tile work in not just Lisbon, but the whole country. So I would say go from a reliable antique dealer or a museum in order to know that you're not taking anything illegally out of the country. That's, good oh, that's a wonderful idea. And by the way, my favorite um, tile mural is the story of the, about eight panels in the story of Joseph at the monastery. I don't know how you pronounce it, Hieronymus. Oh, the Hieronymus, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. Uh, all of us are smiling because yeah. we love <laughs> yeah. that. That's out in Belém. And you go out to the Hieronymus Monastery in beautiful Manuelan-style architecture, sumptuous courtyards, and some of the best tile work anywhere, I would think. Hey, Barbara, thanks for your call. Thank you. Bye. Rick is calling from Tucson, Arizona. Rick, thanks for your call. Hi. Nice to be on a chat about Portugal, where we have never visited in our years of traveling. We're going to be up in the north of the country on the river for a while and then in Lisbon. And we're wondering if there are two or three sites or artworks or interesting places that are not so accessible that would be worth trying to to, uh, search out. I will say the cobblestones. Sometimes we tend to... The cobblestones in Lisbon. Yes, we tend to just look to the the facades of the buildings. And yes, we have been talking about glaze Mm -hmm. tiles, but actually cobblestones is like a different way of the, the glaze tile kind of pattern. Look down, look to your feet, not only because they are cobblestones all over, so you have to have actually watch your step, but uh, have a minute to see the old pattern and what do they represent. What's the word in Portuguese for the cobblestones? Uh, the calçada. Calçada. The characteristic black and white cobblestones you'll find all over Portugal and on the great squares in Lisbon, you can see 
the sea and the and the ships and from where their trade came and so on all worked into the mosaic on the main squares. Robert, what's an idea that you would recommend for people wanting to have a little better insight into some often overlooked slice of uh, Portuguese art or culture? One of the best places to see tile work and artwork is the National Tile Museum in Lisbon because they have a wonderful historic background. They take you not only through the process of what it is to make a tile, but they also show you a historic overview of 500 years of tile work. And while many people consider going, they look at it on a map and it's not connected by the metro system or Mm -hmm. anything, and they think, well, maybe I'll not go out there. Definitely take the time to go out there. Slam dunk, that is the place Mm -hmm. to go to appreciate tiles in Portugal, the National Tile Museum. And it's just a six or eight dollar taxi ride from. Uh, you can even get there on the bus if you, you have one on of the, the Lisbon yeah. uh, metro passes or bus passes. Very you can nice. use that. There you go, Rick. Thanks for your call. Hey, great. Thanks. You bet. Let's just close with your favorite tile images for a masterpiece in tile that we can see as we sight see through Portugal. Robert, what is a favorite tile to see? Can I make it more than one? Because it's the entire metro system of Lisbon. The entire city is underground artwork because you take the metro and each station has a different tile pattern. And it's great to go explore on your own and sort of see the sights. Imagine if you've got a rainy day in Lisbon and you don't want to get wet. Uh, you can go into a museum or you can just take the metro. Hop off on a stop where you see a really beautiful tile panel and you can walk around, take pictures, and then keep going. Probably one of the cheapest art galleries in the world right? is to just go into the metro system, stay down there, and enjoy all that art. Christina, what's your favorite tile tip? Actually, it's a little bit more complicated because I tend to put them into ages, into centuries. Okay. So if we like uh, the yellows, the, what we call the pattern of the, the tapestry, mm-hmm. the yellows and the blues, why not getting out a little bit of uh, Lisbon and go to Coimbra and we find them in the university? If we like the blue and whites, probably going to Porto and we have the Baroque time and it is the blue and white influence If we like really the 20s and the 30s, they are wonderful cafes. So why not just do one of those rests when you are after a hiking? And (laughs) why not stay in one of those cafes from the 20s, from the 30s, and they have lovely wall murals? What I love is that there's no way to get away from tile Mm -hmm. work in Lisbon. It's surrounding you at every Mm -hmm. moment. See, I might as well learn to appreciate it because it's a treasure right in your face. Cristina Duarte, Roberto Wright, thank you very much for contributing to our understanding of Portuguese tiles. Thank you, Thank you, Rick. Obrigada. Each year, Rick's tour guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Spain, Portugal, and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, we're featuring tours of Barcelona and Madrid, the best of Spain, the Basque Country, and the heart of Portugal. For a free catalog and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com.